Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're so glad you joined us here for the conversation. Our study of the Gospel of Mark is focusing on the busy, productive, and life-changing work of Jesus in action. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends, to today's episode. So glad you joined us. Have a homemade postcard here from Barrie, Ontario, Canada. This is from one of our faithful listeners, a teenager by the name of Jared. I met Jared last week when I was preaching in Canada at a youth rally, a youth conference, great youth conference. Jared didn't have a postcard, so he constructed his own. Look at that. Put some buildings on there, uh, a picture of the sun. Welcome to Barrie. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Jared. I appreciate you listening. You're probably not going to go into art uh, in your future career, but it is the thought that counts. Jared, thanks for listening, and what a nice note you included, and so I appreciate that. We're in Mark chapter 13 today, and we uh, finished last episode with that often misunderstood verse where it says that he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And we explained that uh, in in the last episode. Look at verse number 14, because Jesus is continuing this sermon, this Olivet Discourse. One of the last messages that Jesus ever preached was this message. So think about it. How important are really any messages of the Lord But then to think that these are among the last messages he ever preached, how much more importance should we place upon them? Look at verse number 14. The Bible says, But but when ye shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let him that readeth understand. So this is Mark the writer of the gospel saying, hey, pay careful attention to this. Then let them that that be in Judea flee to the mountains. So uh, this is an incredible reference to an Old Testament prophecy where Jesus says, again, when you shall see the abomination of desolation. So what was that? Well, if you go to the prophecy there in Daniel, of course, Daniel wrote way back in the in the 600s, the five, late 500s BC. Daniel was a person in captivity in Babylon, and God gave him a series of of prophecies about how history would unfold uh, from that time, the Babylonian time, all the way until the end times. It's an incredible book of prophecy, and among the prophecies in the book of Daniel is this prophecy about the abomination of desolation, when an opponent of God and all things that are right and good and just will be in the temple and will will, uh, cause abomination in the temple, will bring an idol into the temple, will desecrate the temple. And many Jews believed that that took place already. When Jesus said this, It had already taken place back in 170, about 170 BC, when a Greek leader by the name of Antiochus Epiphanes under the Greek world empire 
had actually offered a pig on the altar in the temple, had desecrated the temple of God, and had caused, had caused the worship in the temple to cease. That's what it means, to, to, to be desolate. So an abomination that caused desolation. That's what that means, abomination of desolation. And that did take place in 170 uh, BC. And that was really a, a harbinger of what will happen. So obviously the abomination of desolation could not have already taken place if Jesus said, look out for it. So here he is 170 years later, even more than that, saying 200 years later, saying, beware of the abomination that will cause desolation. Now, there are those that believe that the abomination of desolation took place in 70 AD, because after all, the Romans did come and they did destroy the temple. The Jewish revolt began in 66 AD, and it culminated with the destruction of the temple and Jerusalem in 70 AD. And the Romans did indeed offer sacrifices to their gods on Temple Mount, uh, and they did indeed destroy, make desolate the temple. So some would say, well, this was an historic reality, to us, historic reality, because it happened in 70 AD. Jesus made a prophecy. It took place. And so we don't need to be looking for a future abomination of desolation. But I don't think that can be true for a couple reasons. First of all, that would make the rest of this Olivet Discourse not real. It would make it just kind of uh, figurative. Because the Bible says that Jesus comes after the abomination of desolation. He returns. Well, did Jesus return after 70 AD? No. It's been 2,000 years, and Jesus still has not returned. So Jesus wasn't speaking of 70 AD when he gave this prophecy in uh, verse number 14, but he's speaking about an event that is still to take place. So if the abomination of desolation is still to take place, then what things must be in place? Okay, well, obviously, for a temple to be made desolate, for a temple to undergo the abomination of an, of an idol, then the temple has to be rebuilt. So that's why we look to the rebuilding of the temple. Now think about it. For these 2,000 years, that has seemed like a far-fetched reality, that the Jews haven't even been in Israel. How could they rebuild the temple? Israel has been a desolate land for 2,000 years. How would that ever happen? But then lo and behold, Israel becomes a nation again in 1948. And there's a group of people now, 75 years later, that are in Jerusalem called the Temple Institute that are intent upon rebuilding the temple. I've been there. Uh, they've already constructed all of the furniture that will go in the temple. They've already made the priest's garments and all the other things that are required for temple worship. So there is a movement to rebuild the temple, and we believe that there will be a third temple. And that third temple will be a place where sacrifices are resumed. And that will be a place where Antichrist will indeed uh, offer an, an abomination, an abominable sacrifice that will cause the temple worship to cease. And all of that is predicted 
in Daniel, in Revelation. As a matter of fact, the time frame is given that after the abomination of desolation, there will be 1,290 days. The Bible gives the exact number of days, Daniel chapter 12. Three and a half years, we call that the time of great tribulation. It'll be the second part of what we refer to as the tribulation period, that seven-year period of time after the rapture, before the second coming of Christ to this earth, when really all hell will break through on planet earth. And the Antichrist will be revealed. He will have made a false peace treaty with Israel. And then three and a half years into what we call the Daniel 70th week, what we call, I think erroneously, the, the, the tribulation, that this abomination of desolation will take place. And then there'll just be a short number of days, 1,290 before the end when Jesus and the saints, that would be you and me, will return to this earth, will strike down Antichrist with the word of the power of Jesus, will set foot on the Mount of Olives, the very place where Jesus is giving this message, and will enter Jerusalem to set up the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. Now, I know that's a lot, and I gave you just a, a lot of Bible prophecy, dispensational theology just in a couple minutes here, but... I think it was important that I pointed that out. So verse number 14, Mark says, parenthetically in the middle of the verse, let him that readeth understand. So please understand this, that this will happen. Now, why does God want us to understand Bible prophecy? Because knowing things about the future, knowing how God in his sovereignty will care for the events of the world ought to make us to live differently in light of that, ought to make us live differently today. And that this was certainly true for people that lived in Jesus' day because they didn't know when the abomination of desolation would take place. Uh, they were looking and ready for it at all times, just like we should be looking for and ready for the coming of Christ, just like every generation of Christians who has lived since this time in these 2,000 years should be looking for and ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Why? Because it makes us live differently. Do you know that the Christians that lived in Jerusalem uh, during the Jewish revolt of 66 to 70, when the Romans began to march upon Jerusalem, and it became evident that this indeed could take place, the abomination of desolation, the abomination that would cause desolation, all the Christians in Jerusalem who believed the prophecy of Jesus fled Jerusalem, and they were spared the great carnage from the Roman army when they came into Jerusalem under Titus. So there was even a, a benefit to those Christians, even though that was not the abomination of desolation, it was a type of it, and Christians were saved because they believed the prophecy of Jesus. So, wow, so much there just in one verse, uh, but uh, I think it's important that we went, went over it. Look at verse number 15. And let him that is on the housetop not go down into the house, neither enter therein, to take anything out of his house, let him that is in the field not turn back again for to take up his garment. So what do verses 15 and 16 teach? They teach really one word. And the one word is the word urgency. So when these 
days come, when it becomes evident uh, that that and people that believe the Bible and have access to the prophecy of Christ, boy, that's a day to get out of Dodge. That's a day to get out of Jerusalem. Why? Because you know that the full fury of Antichrist and his forces will come down upon the people of God. It's a time to flee. And we believe that during those tribulation days, when there are many people that are coming to Christ, remember the 144,000 Jewish evangelists? We talked about this in our Revelation series. Uh, they are going to, many people at this time during the Great Tribulation are going to flee just at the, uh, in obedience to what Jesus is saying here, belief of the word of God and the prophecy, and will flee. Maybe some will go to Petra or to other places where they're hiding for this period of time during a time of great tribulation, only then to be reunited when Jesus comes with his saints to strike down Antichrist, to set up his rule and reign. So all of that comes together. The point is, there's no time to lose. When judgment comes, it comes quickly. It comes to most unexpectedly. And when it comes, boy, that's the time to act upon the truth of God's word. So there's urgency built in. So that's about all the time that we have for today. I've, I've probably raised more questions than I answered, uh, but at least we have a little bit of, uh, of an overview of the abomination of desolation. That's verses 15, 14 uh, through 16. So we'll come back to this passage next episode, verse number 17. Hope you'll join us for that. Until then, God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.